Did he break up with you? Charlie was perplexed. No, I yelled, slightly more breathless as I shoved everything into the bag. Edward threw another drawer's contents at me. The bag was pretty much full now. What happened, Bella? Charlie shouted through the door, pounding again. I broke up with him! I shouted back, jerking on the zipper of my bag. Edward's capable hands pushed mine away and zipped it smoothly. He put the strap carefully over my arm. I'll be in the truck. Go. He whispered and pushed me toward the door. He vanished out the window. I unlocked the door and pushed past Charlie, roughly, struggling with my heavy bag as I ran down the stairs. What happened? He yelled. He was right behind me. I thought you liked him. I do like him. That's the problem. I can't do this anymore. I can't put down any more roots here. I don't want to end up trapped in this stupid, boring town like mom. I'm not going to make the same dumb mistake she did. I hate it. I can't stay here another minute. His hand dropped from my arm like I had electrocuted him. I turned away from his shocked, wounded face and headed for the door. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Imagine that was NASA. There was they got one guy in from um, like local news. Is it, do we go on three or do we go after three? Uh, do we go on lift off or do we go on three? This is a good pitch for our NASA TV show. Welcome to our podcast. Edward is, is a NASA. NASA. <laughs> okay. Whoa, 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 what? The vampires would be great astronauts. They don't. Have, they, don't they, don't, they don't breathe. They don't have guts of to throw up. They're hard. They're hard. They're not made of blood, so they're not going to explode in space. Do you think that the gravity on um like their mass is different because they're made yeah. of marble? In the movies, <laughs> they start to they like punch each other, and the marble crumbles. Like it's oh, like literal. So marble. they're not made of of of, of flesh Skin. anymore. They're made of like literal marble. Oh, it's a confusing thing that the movies decided to do. Well, the movies decided to do insane things anyway um we had a ghost encounter today we did have a big capital g ghost capital e encounter just last weekend my mother was saying that she believes in ghosts and then she cursed chris with a ghost because i said i don't believe in ghosts and i haven't had a ghost experience and, and she, she said got, i hope you have one <laughs> i hope you have one which immediately i said that it's a curse <laughs> and then today our uh Door closed and then the doorknob rattled on its own accord. And it wasn't George. The cat. It was a ghost. A g- 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 ghost? It could be a ghost cat. Um, I hope that's not true. That it's a ghost cat? Or you any- would rather have it be a person. I'd rather have it be a colonial ghost woman. That's like a- what my mom saw. Well, we, a well, Civil War era. We all see Civil War ghosts. No one sees the ghosts from the 40s. I feel like in New York there are ghosts from the. Forest. In New York, there are too many ghosts. There are tenement there, ghosts. There are tenement, tenement goats. <laughs> I was a tenement museum ghost. There are that too. There probably are. Um, uh, Chris, we have some iTunes reviews. Oh, buddy, I love these. I'll go first. Uh, what a gift from Tugboat Jones. We five stars. 
Is that a mixture between tugboats and FP and Jughead Jones? Or um, Osmosis Jones. Oh, it's a tugboat, but you're inside of a tugboat. Yeah. You're the tiny cells of just metal on a tugboat. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Um, this pod has everything. I elbowed Chris so that he would say everything with me. And oh. Just <laughs> I was like, wow, she hit me. <laughs> After having to pretend like I was too cool in middle school to care about Twilight, I am grateful that this pod has given me a second chance to obsess over the most bonkers cultural touchstone of our generation. The only good thing about commutes being hashtag canceled is that now I can embarrass myself by giggling aloud on the train while I listen to Maggie and Chris each week. I'm in love. Can't recommend this enough. Thank you, Tugboat. I hope your day is full of giggles. And that's a curse. That is a curse. Um, we have another one here. Five stars. Highlight of my week from Ant-Man. New York's hottest pod is Edward is a Vampire. It's got everything. Two hilarious improv besties. <laughs> Don't call us out like that. <laughs> Please. The deep analysis of teen romance you have always wanted to discuss, analysis. but have been too nervous to bring up. Thank you again for Drink calling Drink every time a review calls out our deep analysis. Because you'll need to drink more to believe it. <laughs> In top industry sponsors you didn't know you needed, send us those bonds. Smoothie King. It will keep you coming back every week wishing Stephanie made her Bible-sized novels even larger and more ridiculous. So this pod never has to end. Love, love, love. Edward is a vampire. Happy to be an Edhead. Um, Edhead and Eddie. Um, I want to say something about Bibles. Okay, I'm not going to stop you, but I'm not going to enable this. How come Bibles get to be translated into every language and then printed a million times for youth and adult readers, but Twilight doesn't? <laughs> if I had to guess, I'd say Twilight has been translated into many uh, languages. Yeah, but then it, they don't repackage it for youth and adult readers. Oh, I see. There's no illustrated Twilight for you know four-year-olds. I would absolutely jump off a cliff if I had to look at the <laughs> illustrated Twilight. It would be pornographic. Ew. Why? Why? It's all horny energy. It's all um, lips with um, a string of spit between them. It's all like backs of hands touching jawbones. Oh, yeah. But not in a hot portrait of a lady on fire way. Okay. Remember how we said that Edward is made of stone? Is my new fan fiction is Bella is just in love with a pet rock. <laughs> is that funny no is that humor um, send in those reviews uh, send in those reviews if you think that is humor please make us an edward pet rock um very funny little fangs cute um we're almost at the end of the book and let me tell you me be ready to be done me be ready to watch movie oh me want to see many pictures real fast to be movie is this Eichen has cheeseburger? No, this is Grug Grug the caveman. Ah, sorry, Grug Grug. I yeah. always confuse you with your cousin Eichen has. Although Twilight was big at the same time, Eichen has cheeseburger was big. So in like LOL random humor, or like Rar means I love you in dinosaur. Yeah, t-shirts with Minecraft characters on them. Ninjas, pirates, um, lost robots, lost <laughs> TV show. <laughs> oh, can't wait for our lost podcast called found, found. <laughs> and i hope you found what you're looking for in this podcast. podcast um chris do you want to tell them about our favorite find of the week 
It's not even our favorite find. It's our fans' favorite find. Oh, yes, that we they were gave told us. about it. We were told about it. Um, so a fan sent us an email. Um, an Edhead. An Edhead. Um, I'm not going to read it out here, but it was very nice. Thank you very much. Um, the important takeaway is you can go to Forks, Washington and rent out the house that they filmed this, uh, Charlie and Bella's house. You can rent it out. The whole house as an Airbnb. And it's the set, including the inside. They filmed on location in Forks. It wasn't just exteriors. It wasn't a set that they built so they could put lights in the ceiling or whatever, like Gilmore Girls. No, no. It's the, the whole real house. Bella's room, the living room, the beer fridge. <laughs> Famous beer fridge. Uh-huh. So what we're saying is you need to send us money so <laughs> we can go to Forks and also stay in that house. We will record an episode in Bella's bedroom. We will Instagram live for 48 hours a la Big oh, Brother. I will Big Brother myself in, in that, that house. house. Every room, bathroom yeah. included. Yeah, every You need to see room, every... You need to see us see it. <laughs> see us see it. That's our pitch. <laughs> to you. The donors. Oh, oh, boy. Okay, ready? I'll see you after these messages from our sponsors. And then we'll be back with more messages from us <laughs> to you, our listeners. And after that, Stop we'll it. take another break from our sponsors. And after that, we'll be back with more messages from us for you, our <laughs> listeners. And then the episode Jesus. will be over, but not for long, just for one more week. And then we'll be back with more messages from us. And I'm going to have a massage. Ooh, somebody thinks he's too fancy for messages if he's not getting rubbed. Get out of here. Hi. It's the end times. I'm just trying to stay away from, you know, those, uh, that cabal of uh, cannibals who are trying to get after me. And luckily I found here. A Hyatt. Ooh. I checked out a room. There's iron curtains on the windows. No sound gets in or out. The keypad is iris and fingerprint sensing. So it's me and my family, and we're hiding out here. Nothing's going to hurt us. So, you know, if you're trying to stay away from, I don't know, uh, evil vampires, for example, just hide out in this Hyatt. Um, it's been really good for me. The continental breakfast is a little lackluster. The eggs are overcooked, but... Hey, at least it's better than, you know, the powdered eggs we've been eating on the road. Good thing I watched A Quiet Place before this. I know exactly what to do. Hyatt. Hyatt out in Hyatt. TM. Sparkle Notes. No! Lights up. Sparkle Notes. Chapter 19. Maggie played the narrator in our town once, so she's bringing that energy here. His name isn't narrator. It's conductor. It's, it's stage mayor. manager. Oh. <laughs> Let me get out my pocket watch Ooh. in my masculine suit. Lights up. Sparkle notes. Stephanie Myers. Twilight. Chapter 19. They pull up to Bella's house. Bella storms in and breaks up with her dad and throws a bunch of clothes in the car and gets back in the car with Edward. And they drive to Edward's house. At Edward's house. They all come up with their plan on how they're going to keep Bella safe from the hunter tracking them down. Step one, 
switch Bella's stinky clothes with Esme's clean clothes so they can't smell her. Then they decide that Edward, Carlisle, and Emmett will make up the hunting party that leads James, the bad guy, up north to Canada, while Rosalie and Esme distract the girl, the redheaded woman, and Alice and Jasper take Bella to Arizona where she'll be safe. Don't forget, the boy's plan is to murder the hunter. (laughs) Something Edward says Carlisle won't enjoy. So then, chapter 20, Alice and Jasper drive Bella to Arizona. They stay in a hotel by the airport. To pass the time, they stare at the news. Eventually, Bella asks Alice, Alice, uh, you know, how do I become a vampire? Or like, how does someone, hypothetically, uh, I don't know. Alice reluctantly tells her that vampires on top of everything else are venomous. And so their prey is immobilized and slowly will become a vampire if they're not eaten. Suddenly, Alice has a vision. What is it? A room. Mirrors. Mirrors. Gold bands around the room. I don't know what it is, she says to the room. Um, They draw it. Turns out it's Bella's ballet studio. Edward and Carlisle call around that time saying that they lost the trail of James and that he's headed in the opposite direction. They think he's going back to Forks and everything is like, okay, chill, whatevs. Alice has another new vision. Scratch, scratch, scratch. That's her drawing. What is it? Uh, Bella comes over. Oh, dang. That's my mom's house. Shit, dude. James is coming to Bella's freaking mom's house. Edward calls. He's coming on the plane. Everything's happening at once. Whoa. Chapter 21. Ring, ring, ring. Oh, hello. Is that my mom? Uh Uh-oh. No, it's James, the bad guy, calling from mom's phone. Hey, don't tell him who you're talking to. Okay, I won't. Tell him, hi, mom. Have a good day, mom. Hi, mom. Have a good day, mom. That's right. James manipulates her. Bella writes a sad letter to Edward, and that's all we have. So, Chris, as we mentioned previously, we had just bought our books, right. the rest of them, mm-hmm. and some merch. This meant that we were spending some time on random merch websites. Like Pinterest, Red Redbubble. Redbubble, Etsy, eBay. eBay. Um, and in my searching, we found the Twilight Oath. It's on many pieces of merch. So, Chris, without further ado, would you... Lay your left hand on your Twilight book. Oh, yes, ma'am. And raise your right hand. I'm doing such. Do I repeat after you or? Do you want to repeat after me or say it together? Oh, let's just say it together. Okay. I I promise promise to remember remember Bella each each time time I I carelessly fall down. down. And And I I promise promise to to remember remember Edward whenever whenever I'm out out of town. I promise (laughs) to obey traffic traffic laws laws for Charlie's sake, of course. course. And And I I promise to remember Jacob when when my heart feels with remorse. I I promise to remember Carlisle when when I'm I'm in in the emergency room. And And I I promise to remember Emmett every time there's a huge boom. I, I promise to remember Rose. Rose whenever Lee. I see something <laughs> that holds pure, pure beauty. beauty. 
and, and I, I promise to remember Alice when, when I'm at a mall in a cute outfit spots me. <laughs> That's so dirty to Alice. I, I promise to remember, remember Nessie when, when I see that beautiful bronze <laughs> hair. <laughs> <laughs> and, wait, we gotta talk. And oh, I promise to remember, remember Esme when someone tells me they care. And I, I promise, promise to remember Jasper whenever my stomach isn't curled. <laughs> Most times. Yes, yes I, I promise to love Twilight wherever I may go so that all may see my obsession because I know what the Twilighters know. Okay, we had not read this before no, we started. No, we just saw it and we said we have to experience it live. Um, Let's start with the fact that it's written like a Dr. Seuss poem. You know how all o- good oaths are? It's a limerick. There's so much packed in here. So many people are distilled into wild traits. You know, Edward has... Was, I promise to remember Edward whenever I'm out of town. Also, Jasper's is whenever, whenever my stomach isn't curled. So all the time. But what does curled mean? Like when you're feeling bad? No, that's curdled. No, no, that's when you're feeling sick, like curdled milk. This yeah. is like when your stomach curls in on itself, you know? Never that's heard that. Saying. Never heard it because I've never been scared or upset. Um, I'm perfect in every way. Sorry. Uh, don't come at me like that. But yeah, whenever my stomach isn't curled, I have to remember Jasper. Remember how... Ollivander taught us that mm. the outfit chooses the person. <laughs> and Twilore, whenever, guys, I'm always at the mall. When I'm at the mall, pff, I'm at Macy's going to the discounts. The juniors. The juniors clearance section to find pants. But really, the pants find you. you. Whenever a cute outfit spots me, I remember Alice. <laughs> also, just say Rosalie. I think the fans call Rosalie Rose. I think as Ed- Edward calls you her Rose. You can't tell, but I'm making a face like, ew. ew. <laughs> I think Edward calls her Rose in this these chapters that we're going to talk about. Oh. Yeah, I know. I'm just not a fan. No, I don't like it either. Rosalie's Rosalie. better. Also, who's Nessie? Is that Jacob's sister? Renesmee. No. Yes. No. Yes. Guys, Renesmee is Bella and Edward's daughter. If you didn't know, they have a baby. Ne- and her face is fucked up. The movie baby is... The most shocking Benjamin Button nonsense you've ever seen. We'll get to it. We'll get to in 800 There'll years. be a whole episode just about the CG of Freaky I, I think of the timeline of this podcast, it might literally be in two years from now, we'll finally be able to talk about it. Oh, oh I don't think God. that's true. Did we do the math that it's not two years of our lives? Oh, God. Chris, I, I can't be 28 with oh, a no. What have we done? No, oh. I can be 28. Anyways, we're going to... With a very successful Twilight podcast. Very successful. We're going to post this on the Instagram so you can also put your hand on... If you don't have the Twilight book, put your hand on something that you have. An had. apple. An apple. Or marble. Mar- cold marble. Or blood. Or blood. Or just anything you had in eighth grade. <laughs> anything. <laughs> you had. And then put your other hand on your heart and then read this. And send us videos of you reading it out Oh loud. my God. We're going to do that. I... I want to see everyone send us videos, and we will post them on our Instagram. We'll post them all. Also, we'll start making our guests do this. This is good. Hashtag Twilight Oath Challenge. I'm starting it. (laughs) You have to dump ice over your head and then recite the Twilight Oath. (laughs) And then you have to make Elmo do it.
What? Remember when Tina Fey did the ice bucket Kermit, challenge? Kermit, dummy. They're both Muppets. Yeah, but one's Kermit. Okay, we're going to fight about who the difference between Elmo and Kermit. We'll be right back. One's green. One's red. Welcome back. Twilight is a book that we read every week. If this was my parody, it would be but a book, book, book. Twilight is a book, book, book. Twilight is a book. You can't just take my bit. I know, but I'm saying mine would just be the same thing over and over. I'm insulting my musical parody. So you're you're saying you're you didn't take my bit. My thing would just be what you did over, but I'll do it. I'm saying I didn't take your bit. Yours would be better and mine is bad. Mine is that over and over. Thank you. Well, so my thing's bad if you do it again. <laughs> Whoa, freaking hurt of your folks. Um, welcome <laughs> Anyways, to back. my Tiny Desk concert. I'm Maggie and today I'll be singing my hit song, Hot Dog Girl. This is good, folks. Hot dog girl. She's been living in a hot dog world. Hot dog, hot dog, hot dog, hot dog girl. <laughs> hot dog, hot dog, hot dog, hot dog world. It's hot dog girl. Are you imagining hot a dog, hot dog walking down the street? Hot dog, hot dog, hot <laughs> dog, hot dog. What are we doing? We're talking about Twilight. Oh, right. I go in a fugue state. And then I remember a cold sweat in the night that I'm reading Twilight on the air. Um, so this chunk of chapters was not only much shorter. It was than the typical three. It was also cram packed with action, baby. Not Mad Max action, right? Oh, this is no Mad Max. Let me tell but you. But if Twilight was ever Mad Max, it's these three chapters: a lot of cars, <laughs> a lot of hunting. This Twilight wishes a lot it was of Mad new Max. characters. Mad Max Fury Road is one of my favorite films of all time. Uh, and that is how what you What is do- your other favorite film? You said one of. Name one other film you like as much as Mad Max. Frozen 2. <laughs> Frozen 2. Guys, we love, love Frozen, Frozen 2. 2. Glad it's on DVD and Blu-ray. Welcome to Show Yourself, our Frozen 2 podcast. I refuse to participate. You would love it. I'm Olaf. Grow yourself. Um, my other films are, of course, Twilight, um, Children of Men, Charlie Chaplin in um, Charlie's Angels, <laughs> and yeah, that's it. Charlie Chaplin in Charlie's, Charlie's Angels. Angels. He's Charlie. <laughs> oh, you're right. I was going to say Modern Times, but no, no, yours is better. I have seen Modern Times, but it's not my favorite one. I we like, saw it together. But there's another one that I like more of his, where he plays. Oh, Tramp. The Tramp. Have you seen that one? No, I have not. Is that a movie? Don't ask me. I haven't seen it. I'm thinking of Lady and the Tramp. Oh, (laughs) really sincerely? No. Okay. (laughs) I was was like, "Um, folks, we got to talk. How they train those dogs, I'll never know. Speaking of Lady and the Tramp, who is- Do you know that someone really said that in front of me and my cousin? (laughs) But about the Lion King, they said they really- I don't know how they got the animals to do that. This was an adult woman with children, and my cousin, I had to hold her freaking arms back. (laughs) She was going to be like, you are not allowed to have children if you think that those (laughs) are real real lions. Has anyone seen the Tessa Thompson Lady and the Tramp that's on Disney Plus? No one's ever seen it. Only our- Previous friend of the pod, friend of the Carly. Pod, Carly, has she seen it? Has seen it. Oh. She got Disney Plus just to watch that. That's insane. 
So we'll ask for a take. I would get Disney Plus just to see a TV series adaptation of Twilight. But the problem is we saw the entire word-for-word adaptation of this entire 300-page book done in one 90-minute movie. That's the thing about all Twilight movies, but this is not the movie pod. Sorry, this is not the movie pod. This is the book pod. This is chapters, what, 11 through 14 or whatever? Not even close. 19 through 21. (laughs) Oh, thank God. Oh, this is... Guys, we only have one more episode of the book. Yeah. I'm I'm kind of sad to see it go. We're going to be on to... Such different things. True. New Moon is so different from these this chapters book. are so different. Yeah, as you mentioned. Um, so I want to talk about the big fight that is happening. There's, I guess, the two big fights. There's many fights. Um, there's a big fight between Bella and Charlie. R.I.P. And there's a big fight that. Oh, Charlie doesn't die. No, no, no. I said R.I.P. as in like. Spoiler alert! The piece, the piece of the home is dead, I guess. Welcome to our podcast. Stop it. R.I.P. <laughs> podcast about home records. <laughs> Welcome to our R.I.P.D. movie podcast. <laughs> no. It was about cops, but in the afterlife. What? They're ghost cops. This is not it's real. It's called the R.I.P. Chris, this is a 30 Rock TV no, show. No, it's real. No, it, it is not. Like You're thinking Daniel, of God cops. It has like Dustin Hoffman in I it. I thought you were going to say Daniel Craig, and I was like, Daniel Craig is not in oh. Dead Cops. Hello, it's me, Daniel Craig, in Dead Cops in R.I.P.D. This is a really bad Daniel Craig. Yeah, it's more like um, Idris Elba. Michael Caine. <laughs> it's me, <laughs> Michael Caine. You should watch Children of Men. Michael Caine is in it. Um, you should watch Twelve Angry Men. There are twelve Michael Caine <laughs> Caines in it. It's one of those movies where, like pa- Parent Trap, they digitally. In my mind, I did think John McCain. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our podcast, Twelve John, John McCain's. <laughs> IMDb, where we dive into all of John McCain's IMDb. We've lost the recap, the the discussion, the book discussion so quickly, but I'm tickled. Bella and Charlie get into a big fight. It's sad. And it is both sad at the end and very funny at the beginning. Um, Maybe the funniest this book has been thus far. Because Bella storms into the house and declares she's leaving Forks forever. Edward's already in her room when she gets up there. And while she's screaming through the door at Charlie about how she and Edward broke up, which is a lie, Edward's throwing drawers full of clothes at her to stuff in bags. I <laughs> I think it's unintentionally very funny because we're just tickled by like the drama of it is so put on. It's such a masquerade. It's like. I think it is intentionally funny. I got, we gotta, we gotta ask. Knock, knock. Miss Should Meyer. We- Write an email, but it's an insulting. There's no way to frame this. It's like, is, is this funny, funny or, or bad? Is, is, is this supposed to be funny or are we just laughing at your serious writing? So, this is the time, listeners, to pick Team Maggie or Team Chris. The time has finally come. I'm surprised it's taken us this long. We will ignore the fact that the air conditioner is screaming. This is New York. We're just going to plow through. If you want us to, if you want to listen, hey, Wikis, oh. freaking tough enough. If you want this sound quality to go up. If you want not to you hear. You better pay up. <laughs> the funniest thing Maggie's maybe ever done on the podcast. Oh, nice. Yeah. If yeah. Um, what are you telling the audience? That they have to pay us to make, get a studio if they want us. No, have. before that, we were talking about 
Oh, I was, stuff oh yeah, I want you to pick Team Maggie or Team Chris. Oh, right. If you think that this moment where Bella is stuffing all of her earthly belongings into ba- bags. And she's like, Dad! She's like, I don't, I, I, I love him, I hate you, Dad! You heard us say it, the, the, read it in the beginning. That's yeah. this moment. Um, so yeah, pick if you think it's intentionally funny and over, over the top in funny teen drama. Or if you think it's unintentionally funny because it's so melodramatic. This is camp, baby. This is uh, I, this, this is the, definition of camp. I think it's unintentional camp, camp. and what I it? think it's intentional camp. Okay, highbrow discussion. This is is it Rachel Black's Friday or right. is it Hocus Pocus? That's yeah, the question. That's here. the question. We're, we'll put that poll up on the pot on the uh, on the Instagram Instagram, and please vote. Um. So then Bella throws at Charlie. The exact words that Renee said when she was leaving Charlie. But don't forget. That Bella was an infant? Because Bella said all growing up, her parents were divorced. Yeah. So H- How does she know these things? <laughs> does she remember the last? Maybe she was so impressionable at a young age and it happened right in front of her. I believe her that Renee would get a little drunk. She would have a few too many white claws. White claws in 2005? Renee was... The inventor of, you may not know this, but Renee Swan is actually the inventor of White Claw. That's, you know, she is the White Claw. You know, you look at the design of the White Claw and you know how there is some sort of illustration on it? It's a swan. Yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm picturing in my mind, I don't know what it is, but now it's a swan. I think it's a swan. That's because Renee Swan uh, of Arizona. She also. Um, of the Arizona Claws mm. created White Claw. She is Renee White Claw. So she had a couple White Claws. She had a few too many white claws, and she would reenact, do voices. Waka waka, <laughs> Renee, <laughs> you <laughs> stay here. And then Renee's like, "Oh no, I hate Fox, and I hate you, sir. I've gotta go away." And so Bella has seen this reenactment so many of, times of her mom reenacting Fozzie Bear as her father uh-huh. and her as a dame in a black and white drama. Famously, Fozzie's weakness. Honestly, that seems in character for Fozzie <laughs> Bear. <laughs> so Bella's seen this reenactment so many times that she can then throw back the exact words into Charlie's face, and he just he his he his he drops. He's it's dead. Sad. It murders him. It's a knife right to the heart. Icy, icy knife. It is an icy Almost knife. every time Charlie's on the page, I feel sad for him. Because he's like, hey, Bella, I just want to make you dinner. And then they have a Sorry, nice he's little like, moment. Waka, waka, waka. Hey, Bella. Hey, Bella. <laughs> um, or he's like sad that he's not connecting. And now it's just he's sad because he's, fought, he's losing his daughter after finally like kind of having some sort of relationship. I don't want to come at your fave. Uh-huh. Charlie. But he's a bad dad. But it's bad for a dad to let your teenage daughter walk out, regardless of what is said. I'm not a father, but I feel like an instinct in you takes over, no matter how sad you are that your daughter hates you. Of I'm also mad that you think you can leave your child. Also, just like, I feel like, again, I'm not a parent. Parents, please <gasps> if listen Parents, to us. please write in. Um, but if your kid said something, even something really mean to you, wouldn't you still be like... Like deeply, deeply you would, hurtful. You would be like, but they're a teen. They're a teen. I'm mad at them, but also I'm not going to let them drive away the to dark. work. In the middle it's of the night, the driving of the night. to Phoenix. In the rain. 
Yeah. Charlie does say something very funny along those lines. Let me He's find like, it. just wait a week. Maybe you'll calm down. Um, at one point, Bella does say, No! I shrieked a few a few octaves higher. <laughs> so she talks here, it's like, uh, <laughs> those are octaves. She's like, Dad, no, Dad, no! Oh God. Edit that. Uh, okay, I found it. Um, he says, Bells, you can't leave now. It's nighttime. What? It's so funny. <laughs> it's funny. Like, he's like, that's his only thing he can come up with. I'm like, so Bella, you can't go. Bells, you can't go. It's, it's nighttime. nighttime. Waka waka. Waka waka. He's so desperate. He's like grasping onto any bit. He's like, he just can. stay another just stay week. For, just stay until daytime. It's nighttime, Bella. Leave in the morning. That is Sleep good dad. But really good dad undoes the freaking things in our car. I was going to say, have her go to bed. Say, talk about in the morning and in the night undo her um her battery or straight up don't talk to her through the freaking door she says she's packing her stuff go undo the freaking battery and then talk about her yeah. stuff freaking yeah you're a cop you're handcuffer you're don't a... handcuff oh, no. her it's tricky because you don't want to push him away it's, it's it's he wants her it's tricky it's tough to rock he wants rhyme. her to feel to rock a rhyme that's right on time it's tricky it's tricky, it's tricky. It's tricky. so i totally got you um do you ever think that Rosalie is like Elise from SSX? The video game? I don't remember the characters. No. SSX tricky. Elise is the blonde one. So this had she has a, a blue board. This had an effect on Maggie, clearly. <laughs> this snowboarding. If woman. you're listening and you know about Elise, please <laughs> subscribe to my podcast, Elise Stands, an SSX tricky podcast. <laughs> So yeah, I don't think this affects my uh, Charlie standing in my mind for number one character. It's tricky. It is. It's tricky to raise teens. It is. But that's like the big fight that um, kind of encompasses the entire first chapter that we read. Yeah, because other than that, the boys... And again, Charlie and and Bella's relationship continues to be interesting to me. Yeah. The boys, the vamp boys. The vamp boys. Are the uh, the the lost boys. boys. Let's watch Lost Boys. Okay. Um... Are getting ready to she just hunt. that really quickly. <laughs> are getting ready to hunt each other. Not each other. Oh, James. <laughs> That's it. That's all I have oh. to say. They're going <laughs> to drag him up and then rip, about it, his, uh, rip apart his body and burn it. The big lore that I circled that I remembered but didn't remember the detail of. So they have to destroy their body. I thought it was just they had to rip the head off like a zombie or something. No. They have to shred them like paper. Yeah, they have to rip them. apart their body parts limb from limb and then burn them. That's the Shred. only way that will work, he says. So what's so like, going to happen? Do the limbs crawl back together like yeah. a zombie? Can you rip off a, zo- uh, a vampire's, I guess, because they don't have blood? You can rip their... But there's... I'm thinking about Wait. the movie, and they have blood in the movie. So can it just be like, if we popped Edward's head off, it'll he crawl survive back together? as a head? Or is he just a head is in he a just body? A, a head floating the, in the does woods. Does the body still move and the head still moves? If you sewed <laughs> it back on, would it stay? <laughs> Does he starve to death? Why do they have to eat if they can live without a body and just be a head? What lives on? Their souls? Someone may, must have asked this question before. We have to know. Do they just like slowly die? You can't tell because this is an audio medium. But we're actually thinking about but this. But I am dumbstruck. <laughs> Mickey's perplexed. Do they just... Okay, can they not? Do they not starve? So they just become like rabid feral. It makes sense to me know? that they have to be burned or whatever. Right. Stake through the heart, famously the only way to kill a vampire. Right. But what about them? If their heads got chopped off, what would happen? 
I've never thought about about it. this for any vampire lore. It's not yeah. a hole in Stephanie. It's a hole in all vampire lore. Yeah. Is that only a stake through the heart? Also, where did the, just say stake through the heart, Stephanie? It's not fun for her. It's tradition. Tradition. <laughs> tradition. Um, if anything, knowing about Stephanie and her personal background, she would love tradition. Cross. Oh, I thought Maggie was Maggie was making a cross with her fingers. I thought she was saying, "Stop talking." Stop. Oh, my girlfriend, Stephanie Meyer. Sorry, my girlfriend is Elise from SSX. Oh, so true. Edward gets this dead look in his eyes. When he's thinking about killing. Killing. In a way that, Which like. Which is, like, kind of sad. It is. He, like, kisses his girlfriend, his love of his life, goodbye. And he's like, bye, babe, I gotta go kill. And then his eyes just go dead and he walks away. And Bella keeps thinking about it. It's like a man going off to war. I like the Cullens a lot this chapter. They're all really rallying around. They're willing to do anything to keep this gal safe, which is nice. It is nice. It's nice also later, Alice, because Bella's like, why are you helping me so much? Mm -hmm. I That was so rude to Bella to make her sound like a baby. She said, why are you helping me? Why, sir? Why are you helping me, sir? Maggie should get into voiceover for fantasy role playing video games. <laughs> she would be the that is a read. She'd be my favorite character in the game. Why? Because you, you'd be going around town. You'd be doing the side quest, and I, you would see a question mark over a yeah a haggard old woman. <laughs> She'd be like, "Please, sir, I have a quest for you. <laughs> There's something in my basement." <laughs> And then it would turn out it's to be like rats. it would be rats, but like it's like demons somehow. Um, Bella asks, like, "Why are you helping me?" And um, Alice is like, "Because Edward loves you, and we love Edward." That was and nice. that is nice. That's like the nicest because Alice is the nicest character in these books by far. Let's dive into Alice. I'm inside. Oh, your magic school bust inside Alice. Yeah. Um, and Jasper. We can group them together, I think, as... They're a unit. Is it Asper or Jalice? Alice or... Asper and Jalice is a gay cup, a gay Brooklynite couple <laughs> name. For their kids. I'm thinking even for them, but sure, they're kids. Asper and Jalice, you don't think you would run into them at a sex party dungeon? Would I run into them at a sex party dungeon? Would royal you. Oh. Yeah. All of the sex party dungeons that you and I have gone to together, yeah. I feel like at any moment we could have run into an Alice or a Jasper. But every time we turn I mean, to be like, Alice or an Maggie and I go to these sex parties. Um, we hold hands. It's tricky like the kids, like the twins long from the lines. Yeah. And we're both dressed as Tweedledee and Tweedledum, so the egg costumes bump into everything. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm always like, we should just go as old-timey strongmen. And I say, no, it's either this or the angry old men from the Muppets. And that's it. Those are the only options. And anyway, so then we go around and we're holding hands like the twins from The Shining. And we're bumping into everything. And I'm like, what's your name? What's your name? And they're always like, Claire. And I'm like, come on. I'm but like, like everyone says that. Claire with a K, there's Claire's Claire. with a C. And I, and I know it's because of Bon Appetit. It has to be. And I go to the bar and I'm like, oh man, I just done, uh, what, what beers do you have on tap? And then every time they point and I look and it's just Claire. Claire, Claire, light Claire, 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 Claire original. Yeah. And I, I've never even heard of that bar beer out anywhere outside of those sex dungeon parties. It's, it's just. 
And then you spill beer all over your egg costume, and then you have to take it to the dry cleaner. And you have to and explain the dry cleaner's to like, this is so round, it's going to be an extra fee. And I'm like, you, we went over this last time. We, we were able to negotiate something. Mm-hmm. And they say, I wasn't there for that. That was the other guy. Yeah. And they say, no, I know it's you, I know it's Claire. you, Claire. <laughs> I saw you yesterday. <laughs> you, you spilled, spilled this beer on me. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we? Lost. I think we're talking about how Alice, Alice and Jasper, Jasper are really cool. Cool, cool. <laughs> you know who would be at sex dungeon parties? Alice and Jasper. And oh, they would Jasper be would be great cool. at it because he can make everyone as horny as he is. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's the dream is going to a sex party where everyone wants to do exactly and what Alice you do. And Alice can see the future and like see how it's going to go. She's like, I know if I go talk to this person, it's going to go one way. And if I go to this person, it's going to go another way. And so she can just pick and choose. Oh my God. This is good. This is our fan We need to make some sort of chart on who's <laughs> the ranking of Hottest who's good to be at a sex, sex engine party. <laughs> <laughs> They're number one. Easy. Uh-huh. At the bottom, Mike. At the bottom, Mike. Tied with bio teacher. <laughs> Just because, like, if you ran into your teacher at a sex party. It's, like, okay, it's, it's, it's awkward <laughs> enough running to your teacher at Croker. <laughs> Let alone. And then you find out that their first name is Claire. Claire? <laughs> oh. Alice and Jasper. <laughs> I think I've mentioned this before, but I remember in middle school... Um, that like the the art kids will say. Oh, so like myself art, included. Art kids do you mean like theater kids? Yeah. yeah. Um, liked Alice and Jasper a lot, and I remember liking Alice a lot, but I don't really remember having any strong feelings about Jasper. But in this read, I have really enjoyed getting to know them both. Yeah, I think Jasper. Um, deserves his unsung hero uh, award. Award. It turns out when you're locked in a hotel room with them, you can learn about them and you like them. I want to know. So they drive all the way from Forks to Arizona at twice the legal limit. That's described. Oh, Your really? I missed that. Um, they drive so fast in this. And have they not taken the Twilight Oath? I want to know what the tune situation was. I think they were too stressed out. They were just, they stared at the TV in the hotel room, wide-eyed for hours, standing still. You don't think they listened to any tunes? No. It's Carlisle's Mercedes, because they needed the tinted windows. Yeah, and every save station on the radio is just different local NPR. I love that for Carlisle. But remember, he's 23. I want Carlisle to be in charge of the coronavirus outbreak. (laughs) Do you think that this will ever even get to air? Okay, so we record these ahead of time. Um, so I don't know if they listen to anything in the car. Just my answer. I like to imagine that they're listening to John Denver the whole time. Just um, take me j- home. J- take me home on the road over and over. Mm-hmm. Or wagon wheel over and over. Yeah. No, those two listen to Iron and Wine. There, there are the they have a key demo for the Twilight. If Twilight any soundtrack. of the two of them do. If anyone in Twilight listens to Iron and Wine, it's these two for Edward sure. Edward listens to Claire de Lune. Emmett listens to Muse. Oh, no, no, no. No, I'm just thinking of like the Twilight soundtrack. Yeah, but Emmett Eminem. is listening to Eminem and like, yeah. Okay. Little okay. Yachty. Okay, yeah, I got go. Um, Rosalie is listening to 
Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift and Paramore. And Paramore. Yeah. So me and Jay Cuff. Yeah. That's a flat circle. Me, Jay Cuff, and Rosalie <laughs> is a flat circle. That's for um, you, Jake. And Alice and Jasper, it's all iron Indie. wine. I think Muse hits into that. They're a little No, they're like, in, Muse is bad, is, the, is their genre. My take. I listened to a lot of Muse in high school, and I don't know how I didn't realize that they're bad. I listened to Iron and Wine in high school. Once, a guy on the bus looked at my Iron and Wine, looked at my iPod, Iron and Wine was playing. He called me a hipster and said I had really great taste in music, and I said, whatever. And I did not admit that it was from the Twilight Zone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you couldn't. No, I couldn't. That would un- And under- it was 100%. Oh. I know two Iron and Wine songs, and one of them is... Flightless Bird, American Mouth. Which and the is other the one is one. the cover of um, that. It's the one with the dog on it. Oh, I don't know. You know? Such Great Heights, that song. It's a cover. Oh, I've heard that one too, but that's not even the one I'm thinking of. Wow. It's another Iron and Wine song. Spoiler. Back in high school, if someone called you a hipster in a way that wasn't mean, that's you, big cred. It was because big Because hipster was cred. the biggest diss when we were in high school. But it was like, this was before hipster was a diss, when it was still like a, whoa. Oh, you're, like you're a, hip, man. Yeah. But then like shortly thereafter, it would have been a, a, a read. Right. Regardless, Alice and Jasper, certifiable hipsters. Hipsters. Yeah. Because they care, they're um, keyed into their emotions. They're they, cool, though. They're cool. It's hard for me to separate the actors from them. That's also when I'm reading this. And I don't really love the actors that play them. No, movie. when I read all of these this book, I'm imagining the actors from the movie. I'm like trying not to because I think the Cullens are sort of totally poorly cast. And like then, top to bottom. And they don't get to say anything cast. in the movie. Yeah. They're just around because like so much of the energy is put behind Edward and Bella that you don't get to see the Cullens who in these chapters and recent ones we finally see like oh they have like personality and I like the actions they take are fun and the things they say are nice and you miss that in the movie totally so I'm really looking forward to watching the movie I'm excited to record our takes and it's just a few weeks away just a couple weeks away um but I'm not looking forward to the erasure of the Cullens I am looking forward to Alice in New Moon she and Bella have an intimate Emily Dickinson-esque letter writing relationship. Well, I forgot this or I never knew it. Have we talked about um, Jasper's superpower yet? I don't think so. I think we briefly said that we didn't, I didn't remember. Oh, no, because we had one. Because we said it'd be, he would be good at sex parties. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he's good at this sex party of calming everyone down. He puts Bella to sleep when she gets anxious. He is like the best podcast to listen to while going to sleep or like mm-hmm. trying to ASMR. calm out. He is yeah. ASMR, but that actually works. Hot take. Yeah. No ASMR has done anything for me ever. It didn't. It like, That's a big eye roll. I know. It bugs me. Once so. I came home and Chris was listening to loud mouth it was ASMR. At, so I, it was as a joke. He says it's as a joke, but he didn't respond when we were like, Chris. I know. That's Chris. the joke that you'd be like, Chris is really enthralled with his ASMR. You think I would listen to ASMR over speakers? Ugh. Headphones only, please. Please, headphones only. This welcome to our podcast, headphones only, please. A podcast to humiliate you at work. Let's make Twilight ASMR. Bleh. Screech that car is screeching across the ice. Screech. I stopped it with my strong arm, Bella. Oh, I'm gonna lift you up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, you're not so heavy. You're skinny. Um, we're going to be doing blood typing today. Just hold out your hand. Oh. Okay, good. Now put the blood on the on the little pipette. Okay, now look at the cells. Oh, watch them um, do their thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's as much detail as the as the <clears throat> bio teacher put into his lesson. Yes, watch them do their thing so quickly. We were talking about Jasper, and then we got lost in ASMR. <laughs> what was I saying? That's oh. sort of his vibe. Don't forget that we are supposed we we promised to think of Jasper whenever our stomach isn't turned, when it isn't curled. So now, now we have to think of Jasper. Everyone at home, all the time. You took the oath. You took the oath. If you laughed at that good ASMR bit, which I am still <laughs> cackling about, you got to think of Jasper. You have to say thanks say to Jasper. Whenever you're thinking about how much your friends and family love you, that's Jasper, baby. And Esme. Because we also promise to think of Esme when remember, we think of people who care. Remember, Esme has the body of a 17-year-old. But really long legs. <laughs> we'll be back. Sometimes when it's just hard to get out of bed, I have to open up my drawers and pull out Jasper. Since consulting my doctor about Jasper, my moods have been better and more stabilized. Blue Sky comes with me wherever I go. Now when the grandchildren wake me up in the morning, I can laugh and giggle along with them. Before, I would have just shut the door on their petty little faces. Jasper. Ask your doctor if Jasper is right for you. Chris. Yep. Chris. I don't like this. Chris. I edit it down every time. Chris. What? Chris, listen. I got notes from two people that they love when I'm doing a bit and you hate it. Oh, God. No, I can't feed into this. (laughs) What's up? Chris. We've already done this part. Chris. (laughs) What? Chris. I, Chris, I cannot. This is annoying to the listener. I cannot. Stop, Chris. I cannot, Chris. I cannot stop thinking about how Bella's handwriting is fucking nuts. In what way? Um, so we get a letter written by Bella. Right. To Edward. To Edward in handwriting font. And this is a classic YA move, handwriting font. We get it in Harry Potter. That's all I can think of right now. And Bella's is a font that I would never choose. Never. It's so small. It's so small. It's ugly. It's not loopy or straight. It's like some in-between half loopy nonsense. It does look like teen handwriting, but not pleasant to read in a printed book. It's ugly. It's uggo. Uggo. Um, so that's one of the things I can't stop thinking about. But I do like want the font now to use it. Edits. <laughs> um, we kind of talked about it, but I can't stop thinking about how Esme and um, Bella swapped clothes. Because they're trying to... They're both naked in that room together. I I wrote down, I was like, is this hot? Before Bella could say anything, she heard Esme's clothes drop. Yep. <laughs> it was like, I got to read it. It's steamy, guys. So um, Esme and Bella are um, swapping clothes because they need to get Bella's clothes sent away while Esme like, helps them um, try to get the bad guy to go in the wrong direction. What are we doing? 
I asked breathlessly as she sat me down in a dark room somewhere off the second story hall. Trying to confuse the smell, it won't work for long, but it might help get you out. I could hear her clothes falling to the floor. I don't think I'll fit. I hesitated, but her hands were abruptly pulling my shirt over my head. I quickly stripped my jeans off myself. She handed me something. It felt like a shirt. I struggled to get my arms through the right holes. <laughs> what? <laughs> the right holes? As soon as, the left. as soon as I was done, she had handed me her slacks. So she's in her panties. I yanked them on, but I couldn't get my feet out. They were too long. She definitely rolled the hems a few times so I could stand. Somehow she was already in my clothes. She pulled me back to the stairs where Alice stood, a small of a bag in one hand. Esme's so hot and she has infinity length legs. She's so tall and long. I wrote Mrs. Robinson who? Because she <laughs> pulls her in she, a dark room. She can't recognize it as a bedroom, as an office, anything. She's like, what are we doing here? And already she's, her, she's like, oh, this woman's clothes are off. She yanks my top off. It is not supposed to be steamy. And also she's an adult and Bella's 17. But, but how regardless, old? Bella's not scared. So we can say it is hot. hot. <laughs> I can't stop thinking about it. It's good. Um. Okay. I cannot, Chris. Mm -hmm. I cannot stop. Chris. Chris. Can you stop this? Chris, I cannot stop thinking about how everyone keeps picking up Bella, quote, as a football. <laughs> Emmett keeps tucking her under his arm like a football and running. And then Esme does it. And then Alice does it. And she keeps saying, like I was a football, as if they're so big that she's football size. Yeah, they're the same size as her, mostly. Yeah, they they might be taller. Right. But stronger. no one's tucking, like... I'm not picking up four. I think she, I think Emmett kind of does. He like puts her under her jacket, his jacket or something. But it's yeah, she's not a Smurf. But it's so funny. It's good. She's like, I'm just a little baby football. Oh, I'm little nothing. Uh, my last thing that I kind of stop thinking about is in the big fight with Charlie. Um, we actually read this in the very beginning, but I think it's so funny because what teen would say this? Um. One of her things about why she wants to leave Forks, she tells Charlie, I can't put down any more roots here. <laughs> As if a 17-year-old is like putting down roots. As if she's anymore. put down some roots. And she can't put down <laughs> any more before she's stuck here forever. Oh, man. It was so silly Bella the tree. Bella the tree. Bella the is old a tree. Soul. That's the title of this one. Bella is a tree. That is good. A rooster is a calling. A peacock is telling us. It is us. 11 p.m. in Harlem right now. And <laughs> well, a rooster just crowed. When the 11 p.m. rooster calls, you got to wrap it up. Um, You guys, we asked for a lot of interaction. You yeah. have to tell us if you think it's funny on purpose. You have to tell us if That's you like job. iron and wine. That's it. <laughs> Oh. And you have to send us videos of you taking the Twilight Oath. Hashtag Twilight Oath Challenge. And you can do all this at our Instagram at Edward is a Vampire Pod. If you aren't following us already, I don't know what the fuck your problem is. <laughs> oh, Jesus. If you already do follow us, tell your friends to follow and Please. also to give us a subscribe. Yeah, subscribe on wherever you get your podcasts. Um, and even if you don't listen to your podcast on Apple Podcasts, I know I would love it. I'm sure Chris would love it. I would. Um, think of, add this line. Think of Maggie and Chris whenever you are not giving us a five-star iTunes review. 
and leaving a review. Yeah, write us a review. Write us Star a review. Star and write. Star and write. Um, you can also write to us at edwardsvampirepod at gmail.com. Guys, Guys, next week is our last week. It's our last Twilight, Twilight week. And then we'll have a movie week. And then we're on to the next book. Doesn't it feel like, it feels like time has flown. It really does. We record ahead of time. So we've just recently started releasing eps in real time. And it's crazy. I'm getting all choked up. This book is so long. <laughs> all of the books are incredibly long. It's too long and it's taken too much time. But also it's like eating cotton candy. There's a whole bunch of it in volume. But in substance, it boils it's down It's like to when you're so eating little. a donut. You're like, I don't know if I can eat this whole donut. And then the donut's over and you're like, shit. I should have should have gotten two donuts. Join us for the second donut. That is next episode, episode eight, last of Twilight. The last the book. episode of Twilight the book. And then you're gonna what hear, is gonna happen? Oh, who knows? There's an epilogue. Oh God, can't wait. Uh, stay tuned. Welcome to our podcast. This is not a Samuel Jackson impression. I'm your host, Maggie.